What's up? Welcome to Rough Cuts. For creators, by creators. I'm Jermaine. That's Josh. We have Dylan, the man behind the chair. You can find more of these podcasts on Planet Grim on our YouTube channel. So if you like this episode, leave a like, subscribe, uh, show some love, share it with your friends. I'm sure you guys can have a podcast and chill. That's going to be a nice little idea. We're going to do that next. We're going to watch like a, or we'll do like a, I don't fucking know, Treasure Planet. <laughs> Treasure <laughs> Planet podcast. We'll just have someone like reading Treasure Planet to us. <laughs> we'll read the script. We'll have Dylan read the script and, uh. I can do all the voices. Yeah. <laughs> actually, funny thing. There is actually, uh, this app called Weekend Read mm-hmm. where it gives you the full scripts of famous movies. And I think it's really cool. And I had it for a while, but like, I kept like not reading the scripts. Like I would just get them like, oh, that's a cool script. I saw that movie. Download it and just be like, yeah, eventually I'm going to read that. <laughs> just never reading it. Yeah, you, you find a lot of uh, fine detail in the scripts. Oh, yeah. It's like, interesting. That you didn't really notice in the movie. Like emotions. Yeah, that specific cues and stuff like that. Like yeah. you might not have like picked up on. But anyways, we are going to talk about our first experiences as filmmakers together yes now i personally have only been here in new jersey for about five years now and i've known jermaine almost every year i've been here yeah basically Um, day one i came here in like november of 2017 enrolled in school in like january and that's where i met him and then eventually i met dylan as well uh we were in a film and tv production uh course together and that's essentially how we met and how we all got into film for the most part i guess yeah uh we might have had like prior projects beforehand i think you both kind of did stuff in high school uh i only did um backstage for the play Mm. Ah, okay in high school i never did any like film stuff beforehand at all like the only other stuff i did like beforehand was like with my little camcorders just recording on my own or i made like lego stop motion stuff that was all i did i never did anything in school yeah well i had one class it was like one class and i made a short with somebody it's not good (laughs) i have the script for it i gotta show you guys sometime it's insane it was i didn't know how to write a script either i think i actually i think i have the most like film stuff before college because i had like three years like and we did pretty much a whole college course like a lot of stuff when i went to college it was the same shit that was relearning okay but we all had this film course and the same teacher uh me and jermaine had the same class the first year yeah um you know first semester and we got put together on a group for a short film about like a it's a crime kind of It was it was like a crime movie. It was just a crime movie, yeah. It was yeah. That was just a, it was just an action, action, but more like um, performance heavy. Yeah. Um. The whole premise was like it was an A to B thing. Yeah. Uh. With little to no dialogue, and I think we nailed the little to no di- dialogue thing because I don't think there's any real dialogue besides like some improv moments. Yeah. Where Maybe like, like what's up? Yeah. I think that's the only word I can remember besides him like pushing him saying get off or something like that mm-hmm. um but that project was interesting the way that it kind of went and started uh we had 
everyone in the class pitch their film and then two people's film will be picked and then we had to choose okay i want to help out with this film or this film and me and jermaine both helped out on one film called easy money yes um we <laughs> kind of had roles and kind of didn't have roles at the same our roles time. constantly changed uh it was interesting though because i i remember one of our first meetings after was we all got together in class had this like like what was like this big notepad yeah we were writing ideas on i had my notebook we were writing ideas on um i ended up writing the script yeah it was someone else's idea but he gave everyone gave me their notes and i wrote the script because uh it was just like originally our ideas were just a bunch of sequences Mm -hmm. like oh he does this and then he does this and then he does this and this is how it ends and i don't think we even had an ending at the time no we didn't our ending came i think halfway through production oh yeah um but i wrote the script and we didn't end up using it at all i think i just wrote it turned it in and that was it yeah i I don't think we used it um but i do remember you did do some camera work yes and i did teach um some of the people we were working with how to use you had more camera experience than everyone else Mm -hmm. um we did shoot in my old apartment when i first moved here yeah because at the time i like had no furniture so it worked for what we were doing and then i had this weird old cot yeah i just never used so i was like oh sweet we can use it and i still have that cot and i will still use that apartment um but like it was a pretty good i guess first experience it wasn't like too bad but it wasn't like oh my god like perfect kind of thing um yeah definitely encouraged me to do more because yeah uh, at the time i was still unsure of what i wanted to do mm. and that kind of solidified it for me so i know for me it was like okay this is what i want to do like i knew that for sure i could figure that out from doing that like i had fun like connecting with everybody over this i had fun doing the work yeah. and like seeing the different things we could do and like setting up the sets and the props and everything uh, i remember we had prop guns yeah that i think they snapped the orange tips off of so they looked really realistic and i just remember that was like i just well, took, took a bunch of pictures with it yeah which was weird but um it, it was weird because like even though we didn't have any real equipment all we had is a camera at first and whatever we borrowed from yeah. the school and it was interesting because like how we lit one scene which ended up really well we had a flashlight yeah and it lit we hung it to the ceiling with a broom exactly and And then we got actual lights tried (laughs) to light it and it was worse yeah it was so weird to think about that and then um you know there was an we had a drone too because someone brought their drone and we shot this entire sequence in this parking lot and then i think uh somebody took their edit into class everyone had to bring their own edit like everyone in the group yeah and someone brought their edit and showed it to class and then our teacher was all like so he's stealing this car but in the scene before it he was using that car so he stole his own car yeah, yeah. it just didn't make any sense so we we're like gotta cut that scene out yeah so we <laughs> could not use that, that drone shot do you have that i might i think it's like deep in my computer or maybe on like a hard drive i might be able to find it and show you yeah that's wild but like we used a drone shot and it looked like security footage and it yeah. was cool i remember and we had to like fake like him you know, jimming in mm-hmm. the door to like do it and like we also did a whole scene inside the car like yeah, the I car pulling that. out yeah yeah oh my god and then like um we just didn't end up using it and i remember there's one shot where like there's a whole thing where we were in philly 
in this bu- on this busy road yeah. under like an underpass and like uh the whole point was that oh he just robbed some kind of store or something and he's running down he's supposed to meet somebody to get picked up and what ends up happening is he's running and he stops takes off the mask and puts it in a bag takes out a cell phone and he was supposed to be like hey i'm here or like you know signal it all he did was take the phone out, throw it against the wall, <laughs> and then just waits around like, oh, where is he? And it's like, I mean, you threw the phone away before you could even call anybody. So I had to edit around that. And there was like a whole thing we did where like we were twisting around a pillar. Yeah. So I used that as a cut in action to like hide that, to conceal it. Yeah, we had to um, have the car that we were using to, for him to jump in. It was oh this God. street was so hard to get into because you can't just turn around. Oh, no. They had it was to a circle the block. In order to just so we had to time it ah and then the we had the perfect audio because of like the screech of the car just pulling off. yeah i remember which was that so good and then um the ending was kind of interesting because like i don't think it fully like the entire film doesn't fully make sense which makes sense i mean we, we were beginning filmmakers we didn't really pay attention to the story we didn't really use a script yeah we didn't have a shot list even we were just kind of like showing up with some cameras and be like, all right, what do we do? And then we used two different cameras Wait, that were set yeah. two different ways. Yeah. So I remember editing and I had to not use any footage from one camera entirely. And um, I remember we didn't have a set ending. And so then like, oh, does he get shot? Does he not get shot? Yeah. And like, I ended up acting in the movie, which is funny. Cause like now, anytime that I need acting, I always go to you and you should have acted in that, not me. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. But I was behind the camera. So I was, yeah, no, I was I trying it. to help everybody figure out how to work this thing. But it, I just, it's just interesting because like, I remember all our edits were slightly different. Yeah. But like, I, I did like editing that. I used a lot of like, I learned a lot from it mm-hmm. about audio editing and video editing, which was cool. But at the same time, I just remember this like feeling of like watching the stuff back because like it's so funny. I feel like I'm still doing this sometimes where like I'm doing something, I'm shooting something, oh this looks great, this looks so good. And then I put it in my computer after and I'm like this doesn't make sense. It doesn't like go together. Yeah, so I'm always flow. careful about that now. Yeah. That's why I always make a shot list now. Even for small things. I'm always talking about, oh, we need to make a shot list. Yeah. And it's just because, like, I've learned, you know, doing one thing, like, one sequence to another, you need something to lead in. Otherwise, yeah. it's just, like, all of a sudden nothing's happening. Um, and I learned that because of the uh, next project I did, which was, like, one of the first ones I did on my own, kind of, where, like, I was directing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally... I didn't have a plan for it. I just remember I was working at a movie theater at the time, and I asked some of my coworkers, you know, like two teenagers, like, "Hey, can you star in this for me?" And like, we just came after work one day to this park, and we just—I didn't have shots, didn't have any ideas. I just like brought some props. And, oh, let's do this. Oh, that'll be cool. And we shot it together. Whatever I like to die. Hey. But um, we just threw it together, and then like it came up with this idea called the negative, yeah. where like he's being chased by the negative version of himself. And that's the one the first project Dylan helped me out on. Oh boy. Do you remember I, the name of that park? No. It's something state park. Yeah. But it was an old golf course, which is interesting. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I remember I had Dylan doing audio for me, which I didn't need audio for it, I realized. But I, I did have Of him. course. Yeah. Um, but it was such a mess to reshoot it because I tried to make a story kind of. Mm-hmm. 
but I didn't fully have it put together. And like, uh, what ends up happening is we would show up to this park, and we would get some shots, but it would be like just before dark. Yeah. And then I ended up not having the light to do things. And then like the next time we went, it was freezing cold. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't get all the shots. So we were doing the shots. And like, okay, cool, we'll do this. I just want to get everyone out and blah blah. blah. And I just remember with the footage sitting at my computer just with like my head in my hand like i can't make a short out of this there's nothing there yeah we eventually turned turned it into a trailer yeah i turned it into a trailer and i only turned it into a trailer because i got the help of uh mike groves yeah like he suggested it and he like helped me like actually come up with some ideas with it and like even like tweaking like the monster negative i had because it was just him in a mask with like not even a mask it was like one of those like sleeve pull on things that you yeah. put over your neck and then like a hoodie so it was just a little cheesy and then he like he helped me and put some like smoke over it so it looked a bit better and then like i used some footage from an escape room that i went to that like i didn't even think i could do the escape room i was there to like help someone else make a thing for it i, I didn't make anything with that i just had the footage yeah so i ended up using that together um did you end up helping me with that i don't fully I, remember i, I think I came in halfway through the development into that because I do remember helping with camera work. Yeah. I think the first time you went, I wasn't there. Yeah. The second time you went when it was cold, I was there. You were there. I um, remember the cold. Yeah. And that's when me and Jermaine met. Yeah. What, what was your guys' experience on that? Uh, it was freezing. <laughs> but I didn't have any gloves. Yeah. I felt so bad about keeping. I think I had a thin jacket too. Yeah, no, no one brought a coat. Yeah, and I felt so bad because I asked everyone to be here and everyone helped me, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, fuck." So I just felt so bad, and like that's one of the things about being a filmmaker that I'm really like mm, about yeah. is that I want to get these shots, I want to do these things, I want to finish the project, but I feel so bad about asking people like, "Hey, can you do that again?" Or "Hey, yeah. can you wait?" Or "Hey, can you blah blah blah?" That's like. Ah, I feel so bad, but like I want it to look good. Yeah, it was. We were there till like closing. I yeah, think. it was like eleven. The park wasn't even like it had no lights. It was pitch dark. Yeah, yeah. So like it we were walking through like the shadow, the shadow realm. We were in the shadow. Was the negative. <laughs> um, I remember meeting Dylan. Dylan and I had a great time together. We made out. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. lots of crazy stuff happens when you drive driving home. Yeah, they didn't really make out, but you know. Um, wait, I remember afterward we went and got pizza. Yeah, we did. Oh, and I yeah. remember because I recorded you saying something. I can't remember what it was that you said. It was probably something stupid. It was something stupid, but there was another time where we were, we were in film class and we we're just hanging out. And then you were talking about the earth being flat. And I was looking at a ladder and it was yellow. And I was like, it's tall, it's yellow, it's a giraffe. And I put that on Snapchat and yeah. I was very proud of myself. <laughs> But then in the background, it just has blah, 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 something about the earth being flat. It's like, shut up. Earth's not flat, by the way. I no, only said it as a joke. Yeah. Jermaine, he doesn't exist really. Nah. So you don't really take anything he says seriously. Yeah. Um, the next project that I think we did to get... Oh, wait. hold on. Dylan's input of... Oh yeah. Oh, working on the negative. Yeah, it was cool. Um, we started. We went to Josh's first apartment. I think. Oh yeah, that's where we shot. And that's. Money. I think Josh still has it. We just started by brainstorming ideas in his notebook. For the negative. Yeah, we yeah, have a have list it. of ideas. I have. I keep the notebook and I keep a bunch of ideas in it. So I have ideas. 
that I've never made that yeah. I have had for like maybe five years now. Dude, you should show an image of uh, show an image of the notebook on camera. Maybe if I like remember it in post, but yeah, do it anyway. Um, but yeah, it was cool, and uh, we went to the park. And the park, he also made a very interesting short with the park with like ambiance and just random footage. Yeah, yeah, that's very neat. Hopefully, we re-release that soon. And I remember so. I believe the negative was first semester. Yeah, well, that no, was filmed. No, it was, it was second, second semester because I, I wasn't there. I yeah, wasn't yeah. in okay. class. That was anymore. our film two class. Easy Money was first semester, and then I remember after first year, we went to like we we were gonna do a film club. We were making a film club, and we all went to Philly yeah. to look at the Philly Film Showcase. Yes, and that was so fun. I remember that. Like that was like one of my first times in Philly, and like we just had fun we just enjoyed it we yeah. were like we went, went to, to this, a thrift shop went to a museum too like a little yeah. like local thing pizza place that pizza mm-hmm. place was good i don't even remember it fully i know exactly where it is i remember it's I in got a corner coffee. i got an yeah. espresso and that was the first time i ever got that i got a panzerati right and it was supposed to be a small and i spent mm-hmm. about roughly between five maybe eight dollars and dude this thing was this big. That was from no, that was from Easy Money. I remember. Yeah, Easy Money. That was the Easy Money shoot, not the film festival. Dude, uh, I'm sad though because the film festival, the place, it, I think it closed down because of like COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah. So the company's still around. I still get emails from. Oh yeah, I'm so, sure once this is all over, I really want them they'll to probably come that was back. That so fun because it, like they had it was free, mm-hmm. so local um, filmmakers could put in their film and showcase it. Mm-hmm. And I just remember it was just so fun. And you could see local people. You could see like people from like every walks of life. So you have people who are in school, people who are like you know, older, older people and who are like in between. Yeah, yeah. We had um quite a we had a few animated ones. Um, oh yeah, they were pretty good. I remember. I, still I remember have some of them on uh, Instagram too. Yeah, Ooh. I remember um this um older gentleman made a uh, it's like a all I remember really. It's all of the pretty shots that he did of Philly. Like he was next to um Wait, was it at the Art Museum? Yeah, it was at yeah, night. I remember. The art Museum. Oh There's pretty colors and he he did pretty good on so that. So the whole premise of that was like he was like this not taxi driver exactly. He was like some I don't know, he was like a hitman or something almost. But he like delivered bodies. Mm. And mm. like he was a girl came into the car and then I think she ends up killing him. It was really weird. I don't remember it fully, but I remember the shots were beautiful, but it was all black and white. Yeah, it. it was. It was. Yeah. Um, but that was all first semester. And then second semester is when I fully like met Dylan and started working with him. That's when we made the negative, and then we made Regrets, which was a class short. Oh, boy. So Regrets was interesting. Um, essentially, what it was, was we were halfway through the semester, and uh, for the curriculum, we were supposed to bring, I think, like, have five finished short films at the end of the semester but most of us only had one yeah, or maybe two shit. <laughs> most of us just didn't have any so i mean to be fair that's kind of hard when you're asking like people who also have other classes that kind of overshadow filmmaking yeah, like they true. give you work to do obviously at home and so like it was kind of hard to come up with like yeah, five yeah. i had like five courses at the time yeah so like he the whole thing was like oh okay so you are going to make a film in class working together all together mm-hmm. so the whole thing was okay everyone make a script over this general idea this topic which was regrets 
Yeah. And we um all did that. And the whole thing was over the weekend, we were supposed to write a script. And on Sunday night, we would choose someone's script. And then we would all, you know, say, okay, this is my job, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Sunday night comes. Guess who made a script? Only you. Only me. I was the only one who made a script. No one else did. So I, I think like, I did like an outline, but no one else made a script. Usable. I remember being in the Discord server that we made for it and being all like, all right, guys, I'm, I have my script ready. And just waiting and be like, guys? Mm, <laughs> and just hello. nothing. So then, like, we ended up doing my script. And I was a director. It was my first time directing, like, a big group of people, yeah. which really kind of like, oh, shit. Like, this is a real moment for me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I kind of assigned everyone jobs. I think I had you do audio again, Dylan. Probably. And Jermaine wasn't in the class, but I think I asked him to help too. Yeah, I uh, came um, afterwards because I remember you giving me a calling like, hey, uh, we're doing this thing. We're list- I believe it was a, a few weeks after they chose yours. Mm-hmm. And so I came in and they were talking about yours. Yeah, I remember because, oh my God. It was just weird because um I'll get back get to that later but like so we made this I was a director Dylan was on audio uh it was a three hour class time and that's what we had to make the film I mean originally he wanted us to make it and edit it at the end of the class but we just did not have time to do that yeah because for one we all came early or I asked people to come early and some people did and then we ended up showing we all showed up door was locked door was oh, locked yeah. so then we ended up getting to go in. And then it took a while. I think we were 30 minutes past class time yeah. by the time it got unlocked. We got indoors. And then people were still late. So then, like, I asked people, like, okay, uh, who can do this, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I had some people do certain things. And, like, they were like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And then they're like, yeah, I don't know how it works, but I can do that. And I was like, okay, fuck. Okay, then I just ended up doing it for them. And I was doing so much. And then, like, the person I asked to be, like, slate. Um, so people who don't know this. The person who does Slate says, you know, uh, scene blah, take blah, and then the director, or assistant director, is supposed to say action. Yeah. This person kept saying action immediately, and I just remember going, and, like, I just went along with it for a while until someone's like, so I noticed that uh, you're not saying action, and I was like, yeah. And I just remember being so stressed about it, because I was doing so much, and it was the first time I ever did that. Yeah. Um... But that was kind of a mess of a shoot because, like, you know, I we had three cameras for this for some reason. I don't know why we were all recording at the same time. It, it was kind of stupid. I think it was like a, you know, requirement. It wasn't. Teacher. You sure? No. I think you said something about three or one cameras. But... No, I remember essentially we had three cameras, but we didn't need them because we were doing them all at the same time at different angles. And there was like, why are we doing this? Because there was no reason to because we ended up having – only using one and a half of the camera's uh, footage. Yeah. Because one camera just didn't work out. The other cameras, uh, the ISO was set too high or something, so it had a banding issue. So we were also, like, all right. um, focus. Yeah, and there was a the, focus issue. Too. Yeah, the focus issues. And it was like so much, and like tensions were high, but then like, at the same time, we were still trying to enjoy it. And then I remember, um, one of the last shots we did like a trunk shot, which I was really happy with. It turned out really well. I still love it to this day. I love doing trunk shots, mm-hmm. um, or just shots where like the camera's in something and it closes or opens. I just yeah. like how it looks. Uh, but then, um, you know, editing it, I had someone who I signed as the editor, but I also was editing my own copy of it. And then, you know, that was its own thing. 
Um, but I, I, I remember I called you in to like, you know, see the edit, mm-hmm. like while we were showing it in class and like, it was just so weird. There was so much unnecessary drama from it and I don't know why. Yeah. There was a lot of, a lot of people had their different, their own, like conflicting opinions on the edit. Yeah, which was interesting because, like, it was a class project. It was for all of us. Mm-hmm. But it was just, I don't know. Um, it was a learning experience. It was, like, the first time I directed a lot of people. And, like, you know, I guess wrote, like, a script that was a bit more intricate. So, like, that was definitely a learning experience. And, like, I still have it. I still watch it sometimes. Because, like, it, the edit I came out with was actually pretty decent. Um, I think the idea originally, like, the title was mementos but i didn't like it and there was also a whole thing about oh mementos it's spelled with an e or an o and i was just like i'm illiterate so i'm just gonna name it regrets so i ended up just calling it regrets uh what do you remember about dylan uh i i do remember the editing drama for sure and it was just wild because like there was something about a football whose idea was the football I, I don't know. I brought the football. The whole thing about that was that we were all supposed to bring stuff that, you know, would be props for this regret. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I remember I brought one of my my old laptop. I brought, like, some just random shit. We had an old box and all this stuff we just threw in. And like, we had all this stuff. And I think we only used... Two. Like, three. Yeah, two or three. One was, like, a teddy bear or something. Yeah. One was a ring. And one was the football, which I brought in. And then I think my laptop was like, he was just on it. Yeah. It was just so weird because we just on the stage and it looks so weird because like looking at it, like, I guess the whole thing is that it's in his head or something. Yeah. We just didn't explain what's going on. <laughs> yeah. It feels there was very, no uh, you know, was like what a... would you call it? Like improv theater. Mm. Fever dream? No, like improv theater. Like just, you know, oh, okay. just on a black box or whatever. <laughs> You're right, Josh. Both the cameras stop recording. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a podcast exclusive. Yeah. yeah. All, All right. right. And we're also, we got a few minutes before rolling. We'll or, go a little bit further. Yeah, well, why not? Anyway, um, we were on regrets. We're regretting. We regret regrets, yeah. Um, <laughs> so besides that, I started getting into videography a bit after that. Um, one of the first videography jobs that I did that I brought Jermaine on was the Camden Comic Con. Yeah. Um, I was, was hired fun. to just, you know, record and edit a little promo for it. And it was just really fun because, like, we had our cameras, we showed up, we just took some footage, enjoyed ourselves, had a good time. People were really nice to us yeah. and, like, always like, oh, I don't know if I should smile. Oh, am I in your way? He was just so polite and just nice. It was, it was I, fun. I did not expect so many people to be in cosplay there. Oh, it was like, that was one of the best part. I was. You know, I've never I've never been to a Comic-Con. That mm-hmm. was my first experience of a Comic-Con. And the area of, you know, I grew up in that area, so I know the people of that area. And yeah. I did not expect those people to, to be, be there to in be costume. There in costume, yeah. yeah. So, so like, it threw me off. And oh. I was like, huh, opened my mind. Yeah. It was funny because I think that's the first time you ever went to any kind of Comic-Con yeah. before. And, like, I had been to one before when I was younger, but it wasn't anything, like, you know, super big. Yeah. I mean, kind of. It was, like, I met, uh, I think, not Worf from Star Trek. It was, um... Riker? No, it was, like... No, it wasn't him. It was, uh, the guy from Chips. Oh. 
You know what I'm talking about? You mean the police show? The old police show. Yeah, Chips. Yeah, Chips. I was like, I met one of the guys from there. <laughs> Weird. Uh, very <laughs> random. And then there was, like, the, the actors for Steven Universe was going to be there, but uh, at the time we weren't there, they weren't there, so I'm like, ah. But I, I got <laughs> two foam swords from an anime, and, like, I don't have them here. They're back in, like, Oklahoma with my mom. Ooh. And every time I go back there, I just hold them. Because <laughs> there's something about holding foam swords that make you feel like such a badass. Yeah. Um, Let's use adventurous yeah. weapons. That was my first videography job, and yours too. Yeah. It was fun. We loved it. Tacos were good. There was a taco truck that came there. Oh my god, I remember the food. That's one of the best things about being a videographer is they give you food. They Most do. of the time. About food Sometimes. Right oh god. Sometimes. I mean, the food of filmmakers is usually just pizza. 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 Uh, <laughs> or uh, Chinese. Yeah, or Chinese. Now... Not all of our jobs were great. We or definitely even have happened. Headaches. No. Um, so we're not going to specify names. We're not going to specify exactly what it was or anything like that. But we'll just like say, uh, let's say someone wanted to make a, a hockey show. Um, uh, they put someone put them into contact with me, and they wanted to you know make this hockey show yeah. uh they wanted it to be the first hockey show in new jersey yeah so the whole thing was like I, at first i thought they were like okay they're just gonna do this event and they want me to just film it mm-hmm. right i thought that's what it was i meet the person and they're like oh yeah no we're gonna make it a tv show i'm getting in like contact with people in hollywood i'm gonna do this and that and i was just like oh <laughs> And then, like, he was like, oh, yeah, you're going to get $3,000 at least. And I was like, oh. So I was, like, really like, okay, damn, like, this is serious. All right, let me get a good team together. So I started talking to people. And he's like, oh, yeah, so I need this, this, and this. I need this many cameras. We go to the spot, which was uh, at, a, like, a school. And, like, you know, we were just doing this stuff, like, getting ready for it. And like, he even puts me on the phone with somebody in Hollywood saying, oh, so you're going to need this stuff for the edit so that we can put it on TV. And I was just like, oh, damn, this is serious. And like, they emailed me the information for the edit and everything. And I was like, oh my God. And I was so nervous about it. And he was all like, oh yeah. And then next time we're going to live stream it, they're going to bring in a truck with all this live stream equipment and you can just do whatever you want with it. You're going to just be the director of the show and everything, this hockey show. Not like, you know, like a hockey scripted series but it was like a hockey event event yeah where like the two competitors compete and it's not really hockey you get what i'm saying it's a cover story it's something, it, it's something else i just don't want to clear it's something with people in it. it's something with people characters. competing and they are caricatures yeah um i don't know should i just say it it's just it, 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 i think people <laughs> can put the lines together it, it was wrestling oh yeah it was a wrestling thing this guy wanted me to make to be his producer for his wrestling show idea um and i was on board for it and like the day i, I had to like tell certain people like all right so you're coming with me on this and you're no i'm sorry and like oh well you're getting paid this much and i felt like so serious about it. i'm like oh god what if i'm not good enough to do this i had my equipment in my apartment living room because it was like really early in the morning yeah and we were getting ready and i told everyone all right let's meet together at this time and i remember 
having all my equipment ready, and Dylan's on the way, he's gonna come pick me up, and we're gonna go over there, Dylan's like, oh, I'm on my way, Josh, and I just remember getting a phone call, not even a phone call, I get a text message saying, event was cancelled, I'll call you later, and I was just like, damn, what the fuck? I got all the way to Josh's got apartment. all the way there. And I, I think I woke up a bit late, too, so I was, like, rushing I remember to get you pressed. were so nervous, and, and then I remember you knocking on the door and coming in, and, like, I'm sorry, Josh, and I'm like, yeah, he canceled. <laughs> and I remember the look in your eyes, you're just like, what? I've never been so pissed to be awake. It was so, like, we were all awake, and it wasn't, like, 7 a.m. I think it was, like, 5 or 6 a.m. that we oh, woke yeah, up. yeah, it was really, it was crack at dawn. Yeah, and, like, it was just such a large task and it was like a lot of money promised and then like didn't end up happening and then like when they eventually called me it was just like oh yeah i just didn't have the money for because he like organized all this stuff besides the video and he didn't have the money for it Hmm. so like that really like got me into this whole like okay every time i do a job now i need some kind of contract yeah i need to make sure i'm getting paid and i need to make sure that it's legit and this is something I really learned where it's just like, you do not have that money that's promised. Yeah. People will promise you a lot of money and say, oh, you'll get thousands of dollars. You'll get blah, blah, blah. But until you see that money in your bank account, you don't have that money. Yeah. And that scarred me <laughs> to this day. Yeah. it's It gets you worried about a lot. Mm-hmm. You don't know whether, you know, like you said, a project is going to be paid or not, especially when, you know, you, most of us make this tries to make this full time, mm-hmm. so the, the pay we kind of need. But yeah, you know we understand that with filmmaking, some things do fall through. Yeah, it just happens. Like it's it's expected. It's part of the industry. See, the problem about that is that like you gotta tell people. You can say, "Oh, I will be paying you." If I have the funds for it, yes. not you are getting paid this amount and then it falls through and mm-hmm. be like, oh, uh, backing out. Because at that point, like, what was the point? Why would you tell us that? Yeah. Because like, if you say, oh, you know, I will pay you if I have it, then we can decide. Okay, does the project interest me enough that I am okay with not getting paid? Yeah. As that possibility, not someone promising money and then not being able to show it. Because you know, equipment's expensive. Time is expensive. We are travel is expensive. Time. Exactly. Uh, Dylan, what do you remember about this experience? Uh, I remember getting off of work to do the, like the first meeting. It was my last yeah. day of work at a paint crew, and uh, I was sweating my ass because my AC in my car was broken. I remember that going to Camden and not knowing where it was because there was no parking or anything, and then trying to find you guys. Don't tell them too much about it. Oh right. I meant uh <laughs> it's fine, you're used to camping. Uh, you know, the the state of Jersey. But yeah. Um and then we were at school and it was it was a very uh I did definitely get excited, but like I was not sure how this was gonna go because I was gonna be a cameraman, like a moving oh, cameraman. Yeah. yeah. I remember uh so essentially he wanted one I actually dream why I, I kinda do remember you talking to me about this as well. Yeah, because like I had a whole bunch of people I was talking to for because like it's such a larger thing. Yeah, their life died. It's fine. We're not filming anyway, so we can just this is a podcast exclusive. Exclusive. Anyway, so like they wanted extreme wide, then they wanted like two people around the ring, 
going in and out of the ring. And I was like, that is dangerous, bro. Because, um, you know, that's equipment do and they, that's people. I don't know if they actually do that in, like, not like they don't wrestling. fully go in. They go like under. The, yeah, the they stick the. Thing but they in. wanted us to go in there. Yeah, and no. to follow people and everything. And I was just like, our cameras are small. Yeah. <laughs> like I, you know, again, it's like you know, it doesn't exactly mean that it's bad. Like, oh, we're not going to get good shots. It's just like we are students. What you're asking of us was a lot, and like I was willing to give it a try. But I, I'm actually, like, kind of glad it didn't happen because I don't know if I'd be able to handle it because I remember I think the event was supposed to be on a Friday and then supposed to have it fully edited by Sunday or before Sunday. Yeah, before Sunday, like Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this shit. was an hour-long event. And it was just like... Yeah, that's like that is at odd. least two days of editing. Yeah, like straight. and you like, need a full tan. Exactly, and I was like, that's why I was talking to so many people and like getting promised all this stuff. I like felt weird about even promising my team, like people saying, "Hey, uh, we can get this much if you do this with me," and like me having to pick and choose people at, yeah. after a point where I was like talking to too many people, and he's like, "Oh no, I don't want to give too many people on board." So then I was just like, "Okay, crap." Now I have to tell some people no. Yeah. But uh, it was. Just I mean, it worked out in the end. Yeah, because it didn't yeah. work out. <laughs> but. Yeah, that just comes with being a filmmaker, I guess. And it's, you know, it really just shows that, like, how much can happen. Because that all happened within, like, I think a year. All that stuff. Every project that we just talked about was in a year with yeah. us knowing each other. Mm-hmm. And we experienced so much, like, projects that went well, projects that didn't go well, projects that didn't happen, having fun together, and just, like, doing so many different things. We made shorts. We did videography, almost made a kind of TV show. I don't even know. But it's just interesting because, like, you know, when you put the time in, the effort in, and you, like, really commit to something, like, artistic-wise, you can go really far. Yeah. It just matters on, like, how much you invest in it and how much you, like, can believe in yourself or even just taking a chance. Yeah. It's, because it's a lot it's a yeah, risk it is a huge risk but like you know at the end of the day the risk is kind of worth it yeah entirely you know and honestly i love being a filmmaker i'm glad i met you too same oh yeah same. that's what i'm saying like it was fine it was nice and we still to this day make stuff i mean 2020 we, we made some stuff <laughs> yeah uh true Ever since the the pandemic, it's yeah been rough. It, it was hard to even make stuff then because of like, you know, a lot of people didn't make stuff. But at the same time, it was interesting because people were stuck inside. People were coming up with ideas more. So we would come, uh, people would like be like, oh, I have this idea. And since I have the time now, I can make this. So that kind of gave way to like, all right, let's give this a try. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. Maybe that can be its own podcast episode, Pandemic Filmmaking. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. You know how many obstacles there are? And we still have plenty of old projects to talk about. Oh, yeah. So this so. is going to be a recurring thing, probably. Oh, yeah. We have plenty of projects, plenty of stories. So, yeah. But I think we're going to oh, wrap it up now. I got one story. Oh. I actually just now remembered. I did a event before. It was my first semester in college. 
we met. Mm-hmm. Um, I also met this other person named Ethan. He pretty much he introduced me into the radio of the college that we were going to, and he got me into contact with pretty much a lot of creative people. Currently, he don't mind that. <laughs> currently, he um, I know he's uh, working on a book. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and um, it's a graphic novel. So far, what I've seen, the art looks great. Um, but he took he takes me to this event. It's about this woman does a documentary on these uh, war veterans, and it's kind of like a the war veteran is telling the story, and the story is being played out by her act, actors and actresses. So it's kind of like a um, what's it called a recreation? Some yeah, a recreation, something like that. And I remember I was a photographer for that mm-hmm. and I had a friend Joey who was also another photographer. That event was all over the place. Oh man. It was like the show was done like mm-hmm. it was a professional show that actually aired on TV. I either air, aired on TV, I believe, but it was definitely on like a like website. Public access. Yeah, it was public access. And oh man, the the people we were working with were kind of like hard to work with because mm. they were asking for certain things like interviews they wanted us to bring people in the back to do interviews mm. but the room that they let us do the interviews were is was a tiny tiny room where sound was absolutely horrible uh-huh. so you didn't have external mics at the time no they uh-huh. gave we had what we had and what they gave us what they gave us was what we had <laughs> And like we just had doubles of everything, and so I remember it's really true, it's really messed up. But that night, I get a call from my mother telling me my aunt passed away. That night, during the event, during the event, during the event, and I was like stressed out and like, but. The people I was there with, who uh, I was doing the event with, really helped me mm-hmm. through through it. So I really appreciate them, and they were pretty good people. Ethan, if you're out there, you know, shout out yeah. to you. Yeah, it's rough. Shout out, I, I had the same thing. I was in a high school show, a musical. It was, it was hairspray, and I couldn't go to a family funeral because me and my brother learned the show at the time. Yeah. Aww. So. Damn. But you know, sometimes you just gotta, you know, the show must go on. appreciate yeah. what you're doing, mm-hmm. and it might, you know, help you appreciate the person. Yeah, yeah. She was, um, she loved photography, so Ooh. I was. So when she, I was like, all right, then I know for sure this is what I, what I have to do. It was a sign. Yeah, that's so nice. But away from the sad stuff, yeah. So we have a lot of stories and. We hope to continue it. We will. We will make a bunch of these and have other guests on too. Oh, absolutely. From them, maybe we'll have other filmmakers, actors, even other artists. Yeah, guitarists. I said that because I see a guitar right behind you. (laughs) But um, thank you for watching. If you want to see more, like, subscribe. Planet Grim is on YouTube. Yes. Search it up. And just share it with your friends. Yeah. You see podcast. Exactly. We also have a Twitter and an Instagram. Yeah. Uh, We are. Even a TikTok. Yeah. And a TikTok. 
we do have forget that. about that <laughs> it's so easy to forget yeah there's just so much social media i know and it's great but oof. it's a lot i'm an old man <laughs> not really but it feels like it but thank you for watching and listening and we have been planet grim we have been that how we're gonna grim. end it we <laughs> have been we planet grim say our names okay well, i'm jermaine i'm josh and i'm dylan and this is Planet Grim. Good night. Last off. I don't know. We have to figure an ending. <laughs> <laughs>